0: Raw, we're, we're all set.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Cutting Weight. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Stahl. We've got Shane McNoney here, Jim Ayers, and uh, Baba Brunetti has joined us for another episode here of Cutting Weight. We're back at our home uh, home base, Cutting Weight Cabin. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be an exciting show. We've got a great guest here tonight, and uh, looking forward to digging into that. Uh, have you guys been how's the uh how's the summer treating you coming to an end first day of school tomorrow for a lot of our it's coming to
2: an end honestly i'm still like trying to lick my wounds a little bit from the uh carrie volkman podcast (laughs) of uh two weeks ago it's that took its toll on me as it i'm sure did for most of you guys in attendance it was a that was a couple day recovery process just uh from the stories and the uh you know the libations and everything else that was um it was fun but man
1: yeah for our listeners shane you had your work cut out for you we edited out about two hours of that podcast <laughs> we whittled it down to like an hour and 30
0: if you were curious he did sing the entire song my way at the end and i i left uh about 30 seconds in audio, i so i you had
1: well. told shane like i i got you know i i don't listen to many of our podcasts after the fact i, I listened to a little bit of that one I, I went back to the end just to see kind of how much it had derailed similar to the uh rich eslitz podcast yeah, which yeah. which had come well off the tracks i thought it was you know looking back at it, it was pretty fun and uh and heartfelt and uh, i think you know what came across is how much we how much we love the guy how much he loves us and how much of an impact he's had on our lives and when he was singing um i you know my allergies started to act up a little bit <laughs> those are tears mike those <laughs> no, are no, big crocodile were. tears going no they were it was it was pollen and uh that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it well i will say that i did get um
2: in the last well when did you release it shane like sunday or saturday something like something like that Yeah. i've gotten you know a handful of texts from people that um were john carroll alumni guys that listened to it that got a big kick out of it really enjoyed it and um had a lot of good laughs from it so I think unanimously from the guys I talked to, he said the best part about it, obviously, they know most of the stories. I mean, if you were new Volkman at all, there was a story you had to tell about him and some, some kind of crazy, wacky thing. But he said just, you know, the guys would say just from listening to that and hearing how much we, you know, as his um, wrestlers were just laughing and, you know, how much we loved the guy. It, it, they really enjoyed it. I thought they laughed. I thought uh, their allergies might have gotten a little worked up too, there, Mike. So uh, it, it was good. It was fun, and uh, you know I, I'm glad we had him in. He's he comes up into town for a little bit in the summertime, but uh, it was good to see him. So yeah, yeah good. Awesome. Summer's
1: over though. You're right. Awesome show. Yeah. So yeah, back to school tomorrow. Um, I can't wait just to get the kids out out of the house and away from their screens and, and yeah. back to school and learning something anything other than you know TikTok or whatever the heck they're doing i don't i don't monitor it closely enough but it's it's time for them to to move on to the next grade uh collision bend they were they were
2: you know lucky or we were lucky enough to have them drop this off at your cabin today
1: right yep yeah exactly so uh the folks at the flats cleveland ohio collision bend brewing company uh delivered a nice little uh nice little six-pack to us here tonight so uh lake erie uh sunset is the name of the beer it's a uh american wheat ale and gosh forgive me i'm gonna have to put on oh, he's my, putting the readers on put on the readers this, Jesus. Is, our, this
0: is our second collision brewing brew we've had on the podcast you
1: know it's fine no it's uh, good yeah it is good and again were available if anyone would like to sponsor us but this is a 5.6 abv so a good you know a good first night night before first day of school yeah i for, mean you
2: can have a couple still get to school in the morning feel know, all right for the kids that are out there listening you've got you parties over you gotta pay the piper sometimes kids. you
1: gotta catch that bus uh but yeah it's a, a little bit about this inspired by the stunning views from our riverside brew pub patio which i've never been to has anybody been to it
0: yeah, I was just there at uh, Fourth of July weekend. My da- one of my dad's uh, high school buddies, Jim Catnise, is one of the owners. So um, my sister comes to town. We used to take the family down there before we went to the uh, the Guardians game. Great, yeah. great view right on the water.
2: Yeah. I think in the summer too, like that's you know one of the places where you'll get boats kind of pulled up and parked, and a great place to hang out on a
1: summer Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with the description here. Bold aromas of oranges and finishes uh, bright and tart. I, yeah, with it just a a hint of dirt just a hint just enough just, <laughs> just enough just a touch perfect compliment to cleveland summer again the dirt <laughs> the dirt and the pollution and, hey, uh, hey, it's getting better Mike. And, and the opioids yeah <laughs> no it's a, it, yeah this is a great beer and i it look is, forward it to is a fentanyl free beer just so our <laughs> listeners do know that i'm still waiting for that fentanyl infused beer <laughs> to come out because that that's my favorite um, uh, you know, I've had to always just <laughs> supplement with the fentanyl, but you know, if they would just put it into the beer, I think I'd have all the bases covered. <laughs> it would just save a lot of time. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's time to uh, your thoughts about it? Guys, good. I didn't, you know what?
2: I have not tasted it yet. I'm mean, I was going to savor it. Um, Stahl was giving me shit
1: earlier because he gave me a uh, where is this from? Green oh Lakes. yeah, Great Lakes. So they they uh, sell this as a as a Joe Thomas. Uh, it's a Joe Thomas Colch. Joe Thomas Colch from Great Lakes. They've
3: had it for
2: a couple years now.
1: But I'll tell you, as I look at this in in the modern day, he's looking a little bit more like Baker Mayfield he in a Joe Thomas he jersey like than like anything else. But uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't uh, purport myself as a Browns fan, but I do uh, I do like the beer, and I am a big fan of Joe Thomas. What a uh, what a solid solid football player. That's very nice of you, Mike. Yeah, very.
2: very Mo- moving on though to
1: foot another
2: football player. Right, um, this guy is our guest tonight. He come he came up in a big football family. I would say that's pretty safe to say. Um, he obviously was an excellent football player himself, high school, college, maybe pros. I don't know. We'll find out. We think we think possibly. Maybe Arena League. I don't know. There's still there's still probably a window open for that too, if he's interested. If Tigers podcast taught you anything <laughs> right. there's always an opening
3: for the Arena League.
2: That's true. Um, now he's kinda of ventured into the coaching area, he's in a high school coach for one of the storied programs around northeast Ohio. And I've known him and his family for most of my life and his extended family, which is on the larger side I would say for the area um i think actually his his family his extended family make up like three percent of all northeast ohio if you probably put the numbers down on and did the math but marty gibbons head coach of Lake catholic football you're here tonight how you doing bud
4: good jim thanks for having me
2: yeah no i'm glad you could come i know you're a busy man it's uh football season is right around the corner right you guys got your first game this weekend
4: the Saturday, 7 o'clock. Saturday, who you're playing? The Dover Crimson Tornadoes.
2: Crimson Tornadoes. Now, that's a... I don't know if I would have... I know they were the Crimson because they are red. but is the tornado part new? Do you know about the history on that?
4: I don't know. It's kind of a flaky logo. It's, like, kind of faded away a little bit. It's definitely Maybe Crimson. Maybe it got blown away.
2: Maybe the tornado blew most of it
1: away. And that's... I think, it, yeah, good good locker room material would be the, the Crimson Tampons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's one of those ones they were putting together at school and they're like, what should you be the mascot? And they got, like a couple of dice one has color names on it one has some mascots and it's rolled them it came out It was a tornado yeah what that would makes it,
1: sense what
4: would similar it to alabama to make a,
0: <laughs>
1: right that was taken you know roll tornadoes i don't even
2: know if, so dover is located like south of ken right it's in dover right but the city the city itself is <laughs> south of ken
1: well well put
2: South of the lake, I know. So I know Dover is actually located area. in Dover, according it's to what you've heard. Correct. And is that
4: on the scouting report they for this week? To, they used to have that water park as well. I don't know if it's still there or not. <laughs> I, I think
2: that's a different Dover, actually. Oh, Dover is. Lake was not to be confused with the Dover Crimson Tornadoes.
1: So I, I don't, have know, done if a was, job I don't know if I the, that was The tornado are, came along and took the water out of the lake, <laughs> and then the, the rest is history. So if you've been designing plays all
2: week to deal with like a guy, a bunch of guys that have been on the water slides all day, it's probably not going to work. Because I'm just telling you right
1: now, it's it's not it's not the right team. So they're, they're near Canton, and for years they were known as not not McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> the South, the Southern Canton, not McKinleys. <laughs> So what? What do you got? Uh, just go ahead and tell our listeners exactly what the first play you're going to run is.
4: Actually, I might. I mean, I, I, no, <laughs> who's listening to this anyway? <laughs> Nobody okay. no, okay, no, from Dover.
2: Touche. I can tell you right now, <laughs> Lytic stuff is like. Do we have any Dover listeners?
4: We, I'll tell you what. We'll do
2: you, We'll do you a solid, Marty. We will not put this up on the interweb until after sun, Sunday. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah, we have one more listener in Malaysia than we do Dover.
4: So it's gonna go after the game. After the game, so, okay, so it's the- gonna be three by one jet motion. We're gonna crack the ax linebacker, the inside, lo- the outside linebacker to the boundary, and get it to a fast kid and hope he runs far.
2: That's crazy. That's exactly what I would have called too. Yeah, that would, you were been... telling
4: me that yesterday, Joe.
2: Yeah, but it was more like it was just like they get it to the fast kid and hope he runs far. Part like that's this thing. before you, that. You what you if it's a it.
4: tackle for loss? now we're <laughs> gonna to listen to this fresh right. You don't have
1: it on live, do you? You don't. It's not
4: live.
0: Oh, sorry, you didn't want this one live. <laughs> no, oh, no.
4: Oh, no. Looks like we're going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's going
0: to be thinking about it on Saturday night. Like, shit, dude, maybe, no, maybe they heard it. I should probably change this. What? Change. I should change
1: Everybody was in the boundary. Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they have 11 guys in the boundary right now.
1: <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, Marty, you come from a long line of, um, of I mean, just coaching family yeah a coaching a coaching family football yes uh, yeah, I almost running the boots on somebody just know uh, y- your your father your brother your brother-in-law I mean it the list goes on and on you've got several you know siblings that have been successful in college football um, and you know high school football obviously but I mean, talk to us about what it's like to carry on that that tradition in your family to be uh, the youngest of all the coaches right now, at least in a head coaching position. Um, the pressure associated with that, the fun associated with that. I think you know the other dynamic of that is that you know some of those guys are on your staff now. You know what you've learned from them, you're applying, and then they're also like coaching with you now. I mean, that I got an opportunity to watch. Uh, a game a couple years ago under the COVID regime at uh, Mentor Stadium. And uh, it was really fun to watch, you know, the dynamics between you and and Tom and everything else. And we can get into more of that later. But gosh, that's got to be so fun. Um, But also a lot pressure packed too, right?
4: Sure. Well, I mean, when I just left the school after practice today, my my sister, so my niece is like a water manager, Christina Lombardo, my sister Ann, was picking her up. And my brother... Was there talking to me with Marty car like a bunch of I mean, just family, extended family even, and my dad drove up to where you can't get out where that guardrail <laughs> is at school. So then it was everybody there, and and Tom Lombardo was on the phone. My mom was on the other phone. Uh, so you, like you're saying, it's it's uh it's nonstop. It's like a family party. um You almost don't even need, need to get together anymore. Um, but yeah, to, to your point, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of chaos. It's good chaos and. uh Uh, Pressure. It's it's just being a part of all them and and their lives, and I think that's what it is for me. It's just kind of being involved with those guys and enjoying being with them all the time.
2: Well, I mean, like looking at it, you like someone in your family has had some sort of association with Lake Catholic and specifically the football program, probably for the last forty years almost. I mean, your dad probably came to Lake in the early '80s or so. I would guess. Sure. Um, And if I'm doing my math right, that's about forty, right? I I wasn't listening. so I should Shane. Go ahead. Shane, get on that. Let me get the calculator um, out. <laughs> but there was but like an
4: 02 to 06 gap. That was about it. So is yeah, that? Geez.
2: But even like as players though, or did you still have someone in playing? No, nobody
4: was playing in that time. Okay. That, and then I, I I enrolled there in two thousand seven. So
2: okay, and you're I mean just for the listeners too, like Marty, you're the youngest of a family of ten, right? Yeah. So I mean that's and all your siblings went to Lake. Yep. And you, you kind of have continued on that tradition, which is pretty, pretty awesome. And then, like, how, how did you feel when you first found out that you were going to get the head coaching job at Lake? Was it, you know, what, what was it like just knowing that this was something that's been in your family for a long time, one way or the other? You played there, get the opportunity to coach there. What was that like? Yeah, I just
4: I think it's a big responsibility. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know I I could be an assistant. I could be coaching the kickers. It's it's a you know it's a big responsibility when you step into that position. And, but it's nothing new. You have so many resources at your disposal that it's like man, you just get, get out there and coach. You can't really focus on the, the the oh my gosh, I have the big tradition. I'm just a I'm just a part of it really. So it's a cool part.
2: Yeah, I mean it's undoub undoubtedly. I can't talk Indubitably Indubitably It's super cool I mean just as As an alumni Myself I think it's just Neat to watch You know to see You being there And knowing What your family Is meant to Not only Lake Catholic But Northeast Ohio Football for a long time And it's It's pretty cool And You know I'm excited To see you guys And you personally Lead the program now So That's good How's, uh, how's this this team currently kind of shaping up for you? How's the season looking, and what are your thoughts kind of going Yeah, forward? coming
4: along. Um, I, you know, obviously, we had a I think we had a nice year a couple of years ago that helped us get a bunch of good players in the program. And uh, they're there right now, and uh, we're going to be starting a good amount of sophomores. There's actually a freshman that's starting the season, so we, we're pretty young, but uh, we also have a good, like, senior group and good leadership at, up at the top, so that's an exciting thing. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun year. Uh, I think we have the opportunity to kind of make some noise, but just – matter of staying together and all that stuff
2: isn't um our good friend guy trinetti's son well both his sons actually play for you yep um and now, guys, yeah. helping you out, right? And he's
4: he's upset that he wasn't asked to be on this. Today. Well
2: it's, this is like this is like getting a membership at like Augusta National. It's like it's not one of those things you ask to be on. I
4: just heard they lost their freshman game though, twelve to seven, and he runs the freshman offense, and they didn't get in the end zone yet. So. <laughs> maybe he didn't deserve yeah. it. Yeah, 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 So yeah.
2: maybe maybe score some touchdowns, Trinity, and you'll get
1: on the podcast. Bring, a, bring home a dub, and
4: a <laughs> think about it.
1: Right. I ran into him at Little Mountain. Uh, I don't was I golfing with one of you guys. He was running a uh, a uh, fundraiser there at the time, all in his uh, Lake Catholic gear. Katie was there as well, and uh, they seemed to be doing kind of a, a good job there. Yeah, but. I mean
0: he'll go anywhere. He went from north to south to Lake Catholic. Like, He's
1: just a mercenary. Yeah, he is. He's a hired gun. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you don't want points scored at the end of the game, you bring in Guy Trinetti. Like, he, he's your he does, guy. He's,
4: he does the like he does a lot of the equipment stuff because he's <laughs> he's like OCD. So I, I kind of I, I think he's still valuable. You Wait, know, well, I I, like, I coached them for like six years at,
0: at wrestling at South, and yeah, he's he's OCD. OCD. like we would have all the mats set up like the night before the tournament or whatever, and you'd have like little circles in the middle that said like what mat number it was for the tournament, so they called it out and like we would just move it like a quarter of an inch one way and five minutes later he'd be down there moving it back like a quarter of an inch
2: but that's that's a guy you want in charge of equipment <laughs> yeah right? i mean well
4: i don't even he's not even in charge of it he just does it <laughs> <laughs> nobody's in charge of it like how about they clean the lockers like in the middle of summer so there's just garbage cans filled with like items that people didn't have anymore they're probably dirty as heck he f- found every towel in there in those bins Took them home, washed them, and said, "We'll need these for footballs when it rains." I'm like, "I hope we play twenty games that rain then this year." Like, there's fifty six towels in here. Yeah.
1: Pretty sure the refs bring their towels too. I mean, they don't.
2: <laughs> a... So, Marty, do you have any like um, fun or cool stories from when your childhood, like growing up? With your dad coaching or like watching your brothers play or any like real memorable stories that stick in your head about like catholic football or football in general
4: um you know i i look back at the the one that i think is kind of funny i was like i had to be six it was 1998 um not to date myself Oh, d- um, dude, don't worry. Like, you're yeah, weight, you're even yeah. I'm, I'm turning thirty this. Those <laughs> guys got readers on in my. Locker? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I it, not a crazy story. But I, I do remember waking up one morning and seeing like toilet paper all over our trees and like our sidewalks were spray painted. Our like we had a big rock. If anybody knows the house and on Hart Street, that was spray painted with expletives and, and whatnot. And they had been they were going to play NDCL that day. a big rivalry, right. and uh, obviously it was the doing of of the NDCL student body. And we woke up, and I was just like, oh, "What's going on? I'm six, like, I didn't, like whatever. <laughs> Are we still playing this game?" Or so then, my dad actually took being, he got the buses, took them to our house, and went out and beat him. Any school I know had a good team. It was a Saturday afternoon game out there. Um, Vince Alaco, tough. I mean, they had a 1998. they were eight and two. They had a great team that year. Um, that that was just a simple one, like you know, just about Lake Catholic and my dad, I guess, right. with, with the family involved and stuff like that. Like how nuts. You know, you can be like, we're going to take our whole team to the house I live in. and get. They're all going to file out. Who knows what, like, they messed up their pregame routine. They didn't didn't care. Like, they probably didn't even warm up before the game. (laughs) Took a detour. (laughs) Did I I ever tell
2: the story about, um, like, I think we were in eighth grade football. I was playing at Kirtland, and our team was terrible. I think we'd won maybe one game that year against Newberry. Like, Newberry had, like, 12 kids. Like, it was bad. And our coach was uh, his name was Regis Rankin. Remember Chad Rankin, who went to John Carroll. He was yeah, he's a running back. He's a good athlete. Yeah, stripper. Group. He was a stri- he was a male stripper too. Oh Lord.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> funny funny tidbit. No, um, it's fine.
1: I mean, I talked a couple ones in his, his g strings. No big deal.
2: <laughs> At any rate, like his dad was our coach, and he was like a one year guy. Like he had never coached uh, Kirtland. He came in for a year, coached eighth grade, and then like he was gone after that. We were playing Grand Valley. But at the time they were just like a bunch of, you know, tough strong country boys. And it was at Grand Valley. We get in the bu- <laughs> we get in the school bus. I think I swear I've told you this story, Stall. And like <laughs> sure. we're sitting there and like from Kirtland to Grand Valley, it's probably a good like forty minute ride just straight east, you know, towards Pennsylvania. And he's got this big like crate that you would get like a pack of like strawberries from, like, the market or whatever. And he sits it down, you know, as the bus is riding, he sits it down the front bench and he starts walking down the aisle and there's like He's handing each one of us these Ziploc bags full of, like, some su- like substance that we, we don't even know what we're looking at. He gives each one of these kids these bags. And in the bags, each bag was horse manure. And he's like, he basically said, like, the Grand Valley team sent this to me <laughs> to give this to you guys because this is basically what they think of you. They think you guys are horse shit. And you know, I'm starting to think. And first of all, we were just like grossed out. Like, who would do this? Like, why? Would, like, why would these kids? Like, these kids must be really like mean. Mean it,
1: coach. Your hands stink.
2: Yeah, coach did. Right, like yeah. And coach, your he fingernails. You guys. Your fingernails are so gross, coach. So you know. But then, as eighth graders,
1: you know you're starting to kind of
2: get trying to get like psyched up about things. Like, you know what? Screw this. Like, we're going to go out and kill them.
4: We lost like 50 to nothing. Like, we just got fucking boar-raised. My dad's favorite story about you is when you are at Lake. Coming from Kirtland, and you said after a game you were crying. I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, it was after JV It was after JV game, and and you were crying after the game, and you said that you said you've never won a game before or something like that. You didn't even know what it felt like it had been a while. Marty. It had been a while. It was
2: it was like I think we played I don't know whatever our first. Did JV you cry game. when
4: your children were born?
2: Not as hard. <laughs> what does that say about me i don't know not good you're dead inside yeah well so so you you know you grew up in a football family you had a really successful you know football career at lake i mean you guys had really good teams i we used to to go and watch you guys because you had a good senior class i knew a lot of the guys in a great group of guys um coach bell was your coach for probably all four years i'm guessing and Mm -hmm you guys just ran, would always run into freaking uh maple maple, I heights. Mean, they had a, maple heights was a buzzsaw then and like every year regional finals or whatever it was state semis yeah state two years semis, um you ran in but how yeah, i mean that had to be a good experience i'm sure those guys are still guys you talk with probably maybe some of them even are you know you coach with are any of those guys yeah they,
4: tommy michaels is uh running back coach uh jimmy king does strength conditioning uh you know a lot of us played college football together those two mentioned uh and then a lot of us i mean we see each other all the time you know it's, it, that's kind of the thing that i think like you're saying that those friendships you get and stuff like that so we're all still super tight um you know we loved obviously playing football but we're still, it was more the friendships you kind of build
2: what's um why
4: why was maple so tough to get over uh, i mean obviously they had a bunch of talent yeah, I mean, I think they had a difference. Man, Shaq Washington was that good, and I think that was the— And
2: he ended up going to
4: where? Cincinnati, and now he's the head coach of Maple. Oh, no kidding. We were just texting oh, so. the other day about—I uh, thought they had a JV opening. We were looking for a JV game, so we were shooting a text, and I also want to say, darn you. <laughs> Damn, Damn you, Maple. Yeah, I mean,
2: because you guys definitely, it was like, you know, a couple years in a row battled, um, and they ended up winning.
4: They won our senior year. Yeah,
2: okay. So after after Lake you uh, you fell short twice. let's I mean let's get that get that out there
3: go, uh, as, to... as,
4: as legendary coach Tom Banks said two years ago after we lost in the state championship, mind you first year I've ever had like that much success as a coach. he goes at my nephew's uh, graduation party he goes, "Oh don't be like me, Marty." Don't be on. Don't want to be the guy that they say can't win the big one.
3: <laughs> it's one time, yeah,
0: man. Yeah, killing me. With a team that like wasn't even supposed to be there. Like no. Yeah, no, there. not it at all. You to be there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, so you you finish Lake successful, you know, career as an individual and a teammate, and then you go to Carol, which is you know Shane, Mike, and I's alma mater. Um, Played for Regis there, right? Regis
4: for two years, and then Tom Arthur. Okay, too.
2: that's right. And Tom Arthur came in. So not to he,
4: mention uh, Brandon Staley. Brandon. Staley. Yeah,
2: Brandon Staley, current coach of the uh, Chargers, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And which is ironic. Like my wife, um, like used to like she grew up a little bit older than him, I think she used to babysit Brandon because mm-hmm. he's from Perry. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And so um, what was
4: his was he diagramming back then i don't know like she would show me pictures of them and like what, little what tennis that team. say
1: about his maturity that she was just a little bit older than him and she was babysitting well i don't know him. how old how old
2: would brandon be now like 35
1: yeah he, i think he graduated
2: perry what like
4: 2000, or 2000.
1: I, he's a he's a uh pirate
4: yeah he's wow. a pirate,
2: pirate yeah
1: um but so i mean 10 years older
2: okay all right i mean lay off
3: no, but uh,
1: yeah. So he's one of the last of the John Carroll lineage to kind of carry it forward. Who knows? You know what? Who? What NFL team's are gonna be knocking on your door next year? But I mean, I I kind of thought like hopefully, hopefully not my- the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought like holy cow! Like has the NFL like completely jumped the shark? Like they took a D coordinator out of D three and threw him into a head coaching position. Like right out the
4: gate, like they're really in. like well, He didn't, John he Carroll, didn't go like, from Carroll straight to. Well, the pros. yeah, he spent like a year in the pros. So he went to like that. Akron, I think, with Arthur. So 2016s when they beat Mount, and then he went to Chattanooga for like 20 days, and then the Bears snatched him up. He was at the with the Bears for two seasons, 17, 18. Went to the Broncos in 19, Rams in 20, and then. Yeah, last year he was with the Chargers.
1: So, yeah, so kind of like a McVay prodigy, too. Not not offensively, more defensively, sure. but, yeah, pretty awesome.
4: Well, he fired Wade Phillips and brought him in. Like right. Wade <laughs> like Phillips a is a slouch. Guy. Like Yeah, yeah. Right. a
2: guy that's been doing it for 40 years in the league. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it's, it's crazy, too. I mean, I'm sure you probably could name the guys, Marty, but as a Carroll alum, like how many guys that went to Carroll, played football Carroll, are now in some – position in the NFL, whether it's head coach, assistant coach, GM, player personnel guy. I mean, it's there's a lot. I mean, we graduated with Nick Casario, who's obviously the GM of uh,
1: Texans now.
0: Yeah, and, and Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels was in our grade. David yeah. Ziegler. Ziegler's there, too. Yeah.
1: David Caldwell overserved me at Quinn's. I puked on the bar. He was the
4: GM for the Jaguars for a while. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right. But yeah. it's it's crazy. Is he, is he working at Quinn's again? <laughs> yeah, he's back
2: at Quinn's. Do you keep in touch with, uh, you probably keep in touch with Staley a little bit, I'm guessing.
4: Yeah, like I shot uh, him and Arth-, Arth is with him now. Okay, um, what's Arth doing for him? Uh, like It's like a quality, you know how the NFL is like, he's the quality pass, <laughs> making sure that Justin Herbert's hair looks good. <laughs> got, I don't know what it is, but he, yeah, he's he, he's on the staff. I'm sure he's got a good voice. Like He, he knows his stuff too. So um, yeah, they're, they're all in there. It's pretty cool. We and we do like, yeah, it's more like, Hey, good job coach or sometimes right. if, if something if you do anything good, they'll say something to you. If yeah. you don't, they kinda leave you alone. Yeah,
1: right. So you've uh you know, you've 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 been nominated for a number of things, um, you know, but high school coach of the year, nominated by the Cleveland Browns, you had an opportunity to announce the, the second round draft pick at uh, the NFL draft when it was here in Cleveland. What was that like? That's got to be absolutely insane. Were you backstage like, like rubbing elbows?
4: They didn't, they didn't want JOK. I just, I, I wanted, them and then I changed. I was <laughs> <I'm laughs> gonna yeah, be like
2: my as next as <laughs> fan, Like I was, like I
4: was pretty excited. I was actually fired up though. Like, um, you know, I know, I remember that day. There was a kid in my class the day of that draft that I was gonna go for the second round. The kid like was so pissed in class. he's you normally know, happy-go-lucky kid. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, I wanted them to draft JOK in the first round. There, I was like, ah. Eh. And then we get to, we trade up, and I was like, they got to be trading up for that guy. So we end up trading up. I was like, I was like excited for the Browns, genuinely. So I didn't even like, I wasn't even nervous. I was like, let's go, let's get this guy. But
0: then when you had to actually say the name.
4: Yeah, Goodell said, uh, uh, they couldn't give you a harder name to pronounce, could they? Yeah, man. Did you boo him at all? Goodell? (laughs) No, I, I sat in the chair, though you remember the chair yeah he brought the chair on stage and and like it was off camera you know like it was like awkward you're staying there forever before and then forever after and that macho fan guys (laughs) dancing around him (laughs) like so i was like guys in your chair man it's (laughs) like a massive chair that lazy boy is huge So you got to uh, you got to be backstage. I don't remember if JOK was there. Did he come out on? Stage? No, because it was still did like COVID year though, round. right? I mean, there was no. He, well, he wasn't at the draft. Yeah, he wasn't at the draft. The other guys did. Like the they were like I was in the same green room that um, what's his name uh, that got drafted by the Dolphins, the receiver. Um, I was in the same green room. Green room, and I was Miles Garrett was in there. Yeah, like because yeah. he had to do the third round pick. Okay, and yep. then uh, so him and I were together for. He's a while. he's a, he's, he's, bark, he's a lot bigger than me. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I Is think you stand him next to you, and like you probably couldn't tell the difference. You, I tried to race. run.
4: I tried to drive block him.
1: How'd that go? It didn't go. <laughs> he was he wasn't expecting it, and it still went bad for me. <laughs> I
4: blindsided him and swatted out. me like a fly.
1: <laughs> more importantly, I I would imagine you got to meet a lot of like NFL people. I'm more interested in like the celebrities back there because I think shortly after you you uh, announced your choice was uh, Daryl McDaniel's of Run DMC
4: fame. Yeah. And he got, I mean, no, the celebs aren't just NFL celebs, right? Like, yeah, like it, it was crazy. Like some of the folks that were back there. Did you get to like who meetings? are the guys that sing shout? Um, Tears for Fears? No, no. You make me wantish. <laughs> I don't mean oh, to be gosh. like Carrie Vulcan oh, singing.
2: No, I, I know the song. I
4: couldn't tell so you. So the band, singing. they were there. They were like in that green room before I went in there. So I like, grew, I got to meet those guys. They had some Bud Lights going.
1: Isn't <laughs> it the, the guys from Animal House? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, yeah, but that
2: song. They love us. that song's old. And yeah, so, yeah, it, was it.
1: the actual guys were in the
0: movie Animal House, right? That didn't, it had like, to sing the song.
2: I don't think so. <laughs> Who knows? We got
1: to check that
4: out. Yeah. We don't know. Hold on. I'll look, I'll look it up. Actually, I'll find that out quick.
1: We'll fact check that real quick.
2: Well, plus, it had to just be cool to be announcing Cleveland's pick at Cleveland, you know, outside of Cleveland Stadium uh, and, you know. The
4: Isley brothers. Isley. I was going to say that.
2: Yeah. Damn it. Maybe I was thinking Everly Brothers. Mike, I almost I walked
4: into, like, almost bumped into Michael Irvin. A lot of perfume. <laughs> like, no kid.
1: A lot of perfume. I could see that, and, though. And cocaine. I don't know <laughs> what they say
4: Your were I'm not going to incriminate my, I'm not going to incriminate myself
0: well, <laughs> my, my, one, my one good friend Joe Tisseri, He he uh, used to own some bars Downtown and stuff And he's become good friends With Michael Irvin So every time Michael Irvin comes to town Like he calls Joey Joey goes and picks him up And they end up like Out till like Four in the morning And then Michael Irvin's like On set the next day Like no big deal Nothing
2: happens I mean he went to Miami He played for You know Jimmy Johnson At the Cowboys I mean that was That's how you rolled back then And he looks exactly yeah. the same Yeah
1: he hasn't aged a bit, you're right. I no. you wonder if he could still go out and go out and well, play. It sounds like the Browns should maybe give him a call.
2: They need some receivers, I think. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with this Deshaun thing, Marty?
4: All right. I'll see you guys later. Okay. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm not saying what you think should happen. I'm just no, saying I, like um, you don't have to take a stance on your feelings of it. Like no. You just think he's going to end up getting suspended for the year? Do you think he'll be playing this you've, year? You've sat in the commissioner's chair. I mean, what
4: is he thinking? <laughs> What,
2: what did Goodell tell you? The reason
4: I sat in that chair was I was going <laughs> to tap into his brain. No, I, I, um, I don't know. I haven't checked the news or anything today. is there any, any updates uh, today? It was the same old nonsense. No,
2: they just said like
4: hopefully they'll have a decision. It seems serious. like they're going to meet in the middle. I feel like they can't. I, I don't know. That's what they were
0: saying on the radio today. Is like they thought maybe like, ten games.
4: That he wants eight and they want 12, twelve. So if they go ten, it seems like that might be. Yeah. I hope
0: there's a chance though if he goes, I, if he goes like twelve, I think his first game back
4: is against Houston. Oh gosh, <laughs> they don't oh, want God. that to happen. That's got to be the number one thing. Is right. it at Houston? I think so. Oh no, it's, it would be. Yeah, it'd, no be shot. U- it'd
2: be ugly down there. We're gonna have to make a do a road trip podcast <laughs> down in Houston for that week.
4: <clears throat> so you're you're a football coach,
1: and uh, <clears throat> you know Baker uh, Baker obviously gets shipped off to Carolina um, in time to you know make the whole Deshaun situation work out. What was your take on Baker? And you know, you gotta like his competitiveness. I mean, but his yeah, you know, I guess performance was a little bit below the bar. He dealt with a lot of injuries. I mean, what do you do in that situation? Do you take the guy with some grit, or do you do you go for the uh, you know the flashy talent guy?
4: Uh, my my impression is I think Baker's talented. I think the injury thing was tough. Um, it's it's my impression is that some of the things he may have said may have been dangerous to a locker room chemistry antagonistic yeah just i think it might have been divisive and uh you know i I think he probably has a possibly has a good career ahead of him i you know i think you got to wish the best for him because i i did like the fire i mean i mean Cleveland loved him him. yeah you
2: know he's he's kind of a little bit of an underdog guy which we're i feel like cleveland's kind of an underdog city and the the year that he had then took us to the playoffs and won a game and i mean he he could have – they could have given a parade to Baker Mayfield that year. And then, right. obviously, the injuries – it's hard to say how much was injury, how much was just, you know – I don't know if him and – I'm surprised, though. I run- didn't
4: see anything throughout his college career that would indicate that he would maybe – Talk that way or act that way. I didn't see anything that he did in college. That, no.
2: I just, I still have a feeling like there's something. He, well, he, he he grabbed, he he grabbed his crotch. He grabbed his crotch and he got <laughs> laid
4: out by a cop once and then he
2: put a flag down the middle of Ohio State's football. Field. I mean, there's a couple things maybe not maybe to think some back. some
1: indicators, sure.
2: Hindsight's twenty twenty, But so I Hey, I, I want to, I don't know what you want to ask, but I was going to talk before we, like, kind of going through Marty's career and everything. You were at Carroll and what, you, what years were you at John Carroll? Uh,
4: 2011 through 15.
2: So you, was it your senior year or after your senior year? when Did you
4: guys beat Mount? Were we didn't you? beat Mount. We came close. We uh, Our junior year, we played them tough. It was a good game down there. And then we had to play them our senior year at Mount again because they did the conference realignment of the schedule. Gotcha. So we actually the first, we played them twice my senior year. We played them the last game of the year for the conference championship, and then we played them in the playoffs. But the one for the conference championship was like we actually, we let them score at the end of the game. Um, so they were up seven, and then we had the ball with like a minute left, and we drove it all the way down the field. And then um, the ball got—we caught like a, a deep, like post—got caught in like the three-yard line, and then we spiked it with uh, like under three seconds left in the in the game. And there there was a spike rule that we didn't like consider, so that there was a two-second runoff after that. So the game was over after that. If we would have spiked it a second earlier. Oh. You know, we had a play to go, and then we right. already had a two-point play dialed up. Our, the guy that was actually pulling the strings on our – off, like, Arth was, was the offense coordinator, but, like, Dave Vergon was just – he was off for a year with the Titans. Like, he, he got they got fired, let go, and he's still getting paid. So he literally, like, was, like, running, like, our, our game-planning stuff.
2: And he was he was a former QB. I think for he's the, the offensive streets.
4: coordinator at uh no uh, at Louisville Louisville. And then he yeah. was he played quarterback for the Texans. I, I think I'm pretty sure he's oh, the right. Offense he coordinator from? for from the Falcons. Ignatius. He's from Ignatius
2: I was thinking because yeah. Arth played for Carroll though, yes, right? Yes. Okay, so that's yeah. And
4: I think Ragon right now, if I'm not mistaken, is the offense coordinator with the Falcons.
2: And Arth was also
1: an Ignatius guy, yes, right? Yes, yes. Arth played behind Ragon. Got gotcha. Him. If you're listening, Trinetti. Two second runoff after this, Yeah. <laughs>
4: I think they got inside the fifteen tonight. That's what I heard. Wow! Did he try to? Did he try to kill the clock? The yeah. coaching group text is blowing up. I can feel it. Yeah, they're calling for his head.
1: We need a change.
2: So how's how's guys? Is guy's son Frankie? Is did you tell me last week he's the quarterback? Yeah, he's the starting quarterback. Okay, now. that's yeah. that's pretty exciting. He's a yeah,
4: sophomore, right? Yeah, he's a sophomore. Yeah, he's kind of grown and stuff like that. He's a, and he's like a football guy. He oh, loves, he's loves he's been football junkie forever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, they've always been his kids. Have always been pretty good athletes. Like
2: I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe they get it from Katie. Is what I would guess. Not from him. Passed But well, yeah, Frankie's. I mean, like there six are, maybe one. their organizational skills they would get from Guy. Um, yes.
1: But so we've had uh, we've had a couple of uh, heralded coaches on the podcast as of tonight here in the high school ranks here in Northeast Ohio. We've had uh, Tiger, yeah, from uh, from Kirtland, and uh, now. Uh, Marty Gibbons. So I'm wondering what it would take to get a late Catholic Kirtland showdown on the schedule. Part two. We already had. Yeah, them. they
4: did yeah, one a couple at, years you ago. You one. were at the last one. No, no, no. I'm
1: just saying. Like, what what would it take to do this again? I mean, do we need to? Do, right. do I need to rent out
0: mentor should we can, we? can Cutting Weight sponsor this game? Like maybe we Cutting could, Weight
2: Bowl. We could be the promoters, like the Don King of this of this possible. As crazy game.
4: as Tiger is, at, I mean, he, he like he calls all the level. I mean, he, I think he does everything. It's insane. Um, but that week we played him three times. We put him freshman, JV, varsity, and like I was calling defense. You no, know, is it was, yeah. there? A ski? Obviously, it's it's repping and it's how you play. Um, but we played around with a lot of different like schemes throughout those three to see, like see what sticks. <laughs> yeah. I think we found a somewhat of a not something that might be all right. I don't know though. We so I'm ready for it. Yeah. All right. I like that. Well, Tiger, I like
2: Tiger
1: it. A challenge issued to you, buddy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see you pass on warm-ups that time, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, I'll call John Camp from News Herald tonight and have the headline tomorrow. Marty Gibbons calls out Tiger Levert. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the
4: and then people start listening to the podcast. Dover finds out. They know the <laughs> first play. It's just over. Wow. N-
2: this
1: could be the the real tipping point for uh, cutting weight. Yeah. But so you so we can get kirtland and lake catholic back on the schedule what would it take what well, i mean i know enrollments down a, a tad for, sure. for lake catholic and you know we can talk about you know what the future of you know those parochial schools or catholic schools looks like you know in the long run it's unfortunate frankly sure. to, to see that happening but what do we got to do to get uh, a tom lombardo Marty Gibbons matchup going uh, let's do it let's yeah. do it in first energy stage
2: no, how, how, how much just, money do you just have a, just a wrestling match like I don't want to see guys just, yeah, I don't uh, football teams it's no football. E we're yeah. running
4: the same offense so. we, we are and I'm calling the offense we on the same system we scrimmage Mike Gibbons team they run the same system last weekend our kids were, it's their first year running it so they're like they know what plays we're running they, they're they calling the plays I'm like they've been doing this since they were literally like in fourth grade yeah they know everything <laughs>
2: So how's um, how's Mike's team doing this year? I talked to him briefly the the, uh, the other day, and he said, you know, it sounds like the I'm sure he's team.
4: like, yeah, we're we okay. We love. <laughs> they're good, yeah, they're really good. They're good, yeah. They're gonna be. He's got a his running back linebacker. This Lucas Styles is. Yeah, he was telling me about him. He sounds like a beast. Oh, stud! He tore his pec in like during wrestling season last year, and he's like literally back. Yeah, I mean that you. He's back. He can watch the film. He ran a counter for sixty yards.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who, what about the, another kid that I've heard through the great so like my son now is kind of getting to the point where like some of the kids that he knows from other sports are playing everything and I heard about this uh, Bo Jackson for,
4: from St. Yeah. Joe's Ohio yeah. State Offer yeah he's legit he's the real deal yeah, yeah he started last year as a freshman at, at like Nickel and he's good yeah he's legit uh-huh. I heard Seems like a, a great kid, yeah. Too. Like, he really is. Like, I think he plays baseball with French yeah. This yeah. <laughs> sounds
1: familiar. Like
2: another Bo Jackson. Yeah, you know? no, like literally, though, like if your name's Bo Jackson, like, <laughs> that, those are talk about pressure. I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Holy cow. Um, so uh Marty, I have like a uh, a dumb question to ask you so the headsets you guys are using on the field right now are they wireless? you guys got the wired stuff yeah they are wireless high tech high tech high yeah. tech as they get
4: there During, used to um, be people that walked around holding so I, I think to, that's where he's
1: going with it. that that's that was my uh that was my question so uh, you know back when uh back in the day when Tom you know coached and John your dad coached and and when I played all of us around the table here played and we uh You know, you had to pick that kid that was never going to play, but also responsible enough to manage the chords on the sideline. (laughs) Who's who's that kid on your team right now? Oh, good lord! No, no, no.
4: <laughs> but you're not even a, gonna see me on the sidelines side night if I answer that question. That's
1: a sweet spot. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of that was that was back in the day. How many
4: kids did they need back then? I mean, think about it. like now. We just like all right, we need a couple kids to run a couple cameras and we're good. Like back then, it was like we need fifty-two people to do fifty-two <laughs> different jobs.
1: No, but like at my school, when we had like thirty-six kids on the entire football team. Like, you weren't taking a kid, like, out of the stands to do that. You were, like, hey, you know, Brian Page, hold this cord for the rest of the game, and if you screw this up, you're going to hear about it. Right. I'm going to say, I went to a
0: big enough school that, like, we had, like, you know, the extra trainer or extra water girl or whatever was would do that job. No. Yeah,
4: now they just run iPads to coaches. Like, they're just, hey, take this iPad. They want to watch the last series. And Yeah. It's different, different I things mean,
1: now. You guys are seriously, like, looking at, like, you're diagnosing plays. Like, hey, let's look at that last series. You're sitting down, like, looking at the Yeah, the wide, wide,
4: wide and end zone shot. You have both shots right there. So, oh, they lined up in a two-eye there. That's what happened. You slanted to a... God, a that's, gap.
1: that's unbelievable. Like, yeah. I
4: was captain of the football team, starting
1: running backs, you know, starting linebacker. I, I don't know, like... I didn't know
4: what down it was most of the time. Oh. <laughs> oh but now the the amount of information these guys have now uh, with huddle with the video just throughout the the week to prepare and then like the the diagramming that you can do to like the vid- like and it all goes to an app on their phone. We have two different apps. We have a playbook one um, that does the game plans as well and then we do the huddle which is they get both of them. So and Plus, you guys yeah, are... you just
2: do it at home. I mean, when we you know back in the day like you watched film Monday maybe a little tuesday and like that was it now you could take it home and watch it yeah. every night and you probably you probably have it immediately like right after the game yeah
4: and then you could put cutups together i mean not to be boring i a kid it's funny a kid yesterday said i remember uh, last year i was watching a film on my chromebook in english class and my teacher got mad at me and uh, she said i'm going to tell your coach what would he say and he said he'd probably be proud of me <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's exactly okay, it wasn't right. wrong <laughs> If you could don't just, say that if you could just figure out a way to
4: like splice them up into TikToks all your players would be yeah. all right. yeah.
2: figure out a, a, a way is to it like too much though you think like uh,
4: too much input yeah, yeah I think they need right to get over. mechanical and, yeah so you just tell them, hey, go in the back Like it's like you're playing in the backyard you're getting too analytical here yeah I see that being a big problem too
0: because I feel like when I was in high school, if I had, like, access to, like, all my wrestling matches, football games, baseball, I would just be, like, obsessed. You'd be overanalyzing. Yeah, it would be, like, everything. Yep.
4: Yeah. And it's really about, like, attitude and effort at the end of the day still. <laughs>
1: I think, you know, something else that occurs to me with, like, the evolution of sports and, and definitely high school football and how it's, like, bleeding into the different, like, levels of football is, like, like I mentioned, we had very few kids on our team. We all played both ways. I can remember, like, several games my junior and senior year where I never came off the field. I was, you know, on oh, special was teams. was so this, this is, is my stop, right? I, was, I wasn't very good. That, to me, though, with the style of offenses that, that probably, you know, over the course of a game, we probably ran 30 or 40, like, offensive plays. But now, like, Teams are running up tempo and everything else. Uh, none of us would have been in the condition to stay on the field for all of those. No. Like it's it's insane now. Like that's that's almost a dead thing. Like, you you, you end up running so many right more now.
4: plays now. If you look at the like, just look at the, the amount of clips from a game. It's like you're running 150 plays in a game. It's nuts. Yeah, never would have happened. Insane. Though. So now <laughs> you see so much cramping. Our trainer said the other day, like, you make sure you're hydrating. I'm like. Yeah, they're going to hydrate, but they're still going to cramp. Yeah, like, that's like,
2: right. It's too much football. I mean, would you say most of the guys on your team this year, Marty, like probably doing double-duty offense-defense and playing both ways? Or? Uh,
4: only a few, actually. a oh, okay. We only have like two or three that are like truly both ways. Two that are truly both ways. Yeah. And we try to spell them as much as possible. Because literally We're, you're just like – Last was... year it was like the la- – like, two years ago it was definitely like that where a lot of guys are both ways, and then last year it was kind of like that too.
2: What was it like? Um, to, was it 2018 when you guys went to the state finals? Uh, 2020. 2020. Um, what was that run like? I know, like the season leading up to that, you guys took some a little bit of lumps and stuff, but then you got in the playoffs and got on a hot streak. So, what was that ride like?
4: Um, like, I think if you have good players um, that compete and care about each other, I think that can happen at any point in time. So that, that's what that was. They Joe Malczewski was our like our heart and soul. Um, we had great captains like Ryan Joy, Simon Taraska. Uh, we just had a you know, a really special group. Sean Gibbons was a good leader as well. We had just really good kids and then good supporting cast behind to make it happen and we just got hot at the right time. It couldn't have happened. at one point we were almost we almost didn't play our first playoff game because of like COVID guidelines. Yeah. We almost didn't play our first game. So it was stressful. Like I almost Yeah, I almost died, I think. <laughs> but we yeah, we made it out of it. And that brought us together I think too, like a lot of this stuff, so
1: if we could just go back to my high school career real quick. <laughs> oh, no, Cobra? Uh, it's time for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Shane's going to uh, give us a book review of um, uh, The Love of a Woman by Maya Angelou. It
0: would be my honor.
1: Shane, that was Beautiful. Thank you. That was uh, one of the best book reviews I've ever heard, Jim. What do you, I? I don't think I've ever been touched like that. Uh, well, you probably were touched like that not since when, Father Sabo, right? When you were an altar boy back in Lima. <laughs> oh, wait, sure. I, I
0: didn't record the book review. You guys wanted me to put in the podcast or not?
1: Well, I don't think it. I don't think it's good enough to go back for. It, but it was very good, Shane. Thanks for. These guys are almost
0: in tears. I think. So no, we've been
2: talking a lot about football, obviously with Marty here, and you know, and it, honestly, like it's a super exciting for me, and I'm sure probably for everyone else in this room, and hopefully a lot of you listeners. Like, this part of the year is my favorite part of the year. Like, I'm such a football fan. Um, never got into like fantasy in that, but like I just love football i love high school football i love college football i love watching it i get excited i love that like the weather like this time of year it starts getting a little cooler at night get those crisp fall nights and football you know out on friday and saturday nights so i'm excited we've been talking a lot about football Mike was bringing up something earlier before the show about a documentary about football that he had been watching. I have yet to watch it. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but what, what are you looking at over there, Mike?
1: It's uh, it's accurate. I don't remember the name of the show, but it's on Netflix. You can check it out. And uh, it's about uh, Mente Teo's, uh um, you know, experiences senior year at Notre Dame, and it's basically about uh, the the kind of catch line I remember is the non-existent dead girlfriend <laughs> that that happened throughout the entire process. So, um, Mark, you've seen you've seen maybe a, like the first episode or something, and like this, yeah, you got to remember, like this was back in the day where like this thing like we didn't know this could happen like you you didn't know you could be fooled into this type of thing this was like when catfishing was becoming like a thing
2: well i mean that's the first time i ever heard the word catfish even mentioned because i mean i'm a huge i mean we've talked about this before on the show like i'm a huge notre dame fan that year that mante was a senior he was like the Buckus Award winner, best linebacker in the country. Notre Dame had actually a really good season that year, and I think they might have went to the the national title game. They went
1: and played Bama for the Crimson, the, the, Crimson the, Tornadoes. The Crimson Tornadoes, the Crimson the Crimson Tornadoes. Tornado. national championship. I mean, they,
2: they got smoked, but like they had a good year. Mantateo was the anchor for their defense, and then I don't know if I think it was like the week of the game because there was like a two week period between the regular ends of the bowl games and then the national championship, yeah. and then it came out like right before the bowl game. That he had like a fake
1: girlfriend and like I don't.
2: Well,
0: there's a whole thing about his so girlfriend died, right? Like, you, right. You so, watched it, yeah. Tell so us.
1: if I'm, yeah, if I remember it correctly, and I, again, I was trying to work as I was watching this documentary. So excuse me if I don't get all of this right, but um, it was it was the week of the Heisman vote or leading up to the Heisman announcement that everything broke that. And he was a Heisman candidate.
4: That his yeah, girlfriend he, had passed away.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this was like a you know the the media took off with this thing like oh my gosh this poor kid that's been dating this girl you know seriously forever and she actually exists and we're assuming she's she's, real she's a real person and what it and and like he's obviously like emotionally distraught
2: like and his grandma
4: died right before that in this in like 24 hours yeah like all of all of this is happening
1: so the media
2: and she she was real right (laughs) she was actually real
1: (laughs)
4: But like the media takes
1: off with this thing, and like the the cool thing about the documentary is it kind of walks through like um, his his you know progression through. He's a Southern California kid. He's got family that had played for USC, the Los Angeles Rams, and everything else. And then like he decides to go to Notre Dame, which like was like a big deal. And then he um and then he experiences all the success at Notre Dame, and they get to the national championship, and he's a Heisman uh, Trophy candidate. And like he's been, like, he truly believed. I wasn't sure about this at the time, but he, he truly believed he was dating a girl, you know, virtually. Um, but it turns out to be a guy that is, oh, by the way, now a girl that like catfished him the whole time, made up this persona, grabbed this picture of a girl from the internet. It seems, like, it's it seems so easy to, to do now as it.
4: we've all done it so <laughs> yeah, important yeah,
1: our lives. Right. we've all we've if all, i had a dime for we've all virtually dated a man <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah it, it it's like a truly like it, now you watch it now and I bet I bet you know if you were a a young kid now you'd watch it and be like this is so dumb but like yeah, for us, well so here like,
2: here's yeah. here's my take and this was the same take I had like 15 oh. years ago when this said like you're like the superstar at Notre Dame Heisman candidate, and you're going like online to find a girl. Like, there's oh not one gosh. girl on campus, or any, I mean, Chicago's like an hour away, whatever. <laughs> like, there's not one girl that you could physically see and like talk to and date. And I, I would imagine if you're in that situation, you wouldn't have any, you wouldn't have a hard time finding girls. No. I mean,. It seems like it would be relatively like fish in a barrel. No, you, uh, yeah, right.
4: <laughs> you never take your jersey off, and you're good. Bang, bang, bang. hey, I'm. Oh, no, you're Tate-tate. number five okay.
2: for Notre Dame. The guy I see every single weekend on NBC <laughs> is like the the focal point of everything.
1: So yeah, but he falls hook, line, and sinker for this thing, and like he's emotionally distraught, and unfortunately, like he carries this whole th- this cloud over his head, like through the national championship game, and I can't help but think, I mean. Notre Dame was competitive. They beat Michigan State leading up to um, leading up to the the national championship game and everything else. And like, I mean, they were they were a good team. I, I think it was definitely affected by it. Like, it affected his play for sure. Well, oh, I mean, it's a middle linebacker. Like, you're
2: you're not scoring tons of points against Alabama. You know <laughs> no, what I mean?
1: that, that's true too. But like. Gosh, like what a weird, weird story! Uh, yeah, I, I, I recommend I mean, it.
2: Check it out. The, it the- seemed bizarre back then when it happened. I mean, I, I do want to watch the documentary just because, like, I guess I'm as a Notre Dame fan looking. <laughs> I'm still looking for answers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you're not, yeah, you're gonna be disappointed by what you find. No, the, the, I know how it ends, but the name of it's called uh, Untold. I think is the name of the the documentary, but um yeah my angela yeah my angela <laughs> gen, general review well, it I next week
0: the, i think the best thing that came out of the the whole mante Teo saga was the t-shirts that say play like your dead girlfriend died today <laughs> 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 i mean no matter if you're a notre dame man or not that's pretty fucking <laughs> awesome I
2: mean, that's, that's
1: good I, uh, I, but i mean they interview um the um the uh who is it like the uh Head of media relations from Notre Dame. They they interviewed like the guy that was actually catfishing him. Again, this this kid was a like an athlete that competed against um um uh, Teo all through high school and he um, you know, ended up kind of diverging into a different path, obviously. <laughs> and is now uh def- it looks like kind of like uh Norm from Cheers well, with a wig. Well I'm pretty sure like I can't remember I'm trying to put like the time right but
2: was Brian Kelly the coach then because that was yes he was so Brian Kelly's the coach then imagine like you're Brian Kelly and you're sitting in your office you're like preparing to play Alabama and like this this stuff starts coming in he comes into
4: your office he's like hey
2: "Hey, coach I have something to tell you wait what like what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about yeah so, it's, so so my fake uh, girlfriend just passed away well however
1: there's a twist
2: well I I, would I know start, it sounds bad
1: she's I, alive I would start to peel back the onion like as a as a former athlete myself so yeah we've gone so, over this you're so gonna yeah, so good football again yeah school. so anyway I played play both bo- ways played both ways and no but I would say like okay I've been through your shoes I know what you're going through like how long have you been sleeping with this girl oh well I've well, technically, coach, I've never met her. Wait, okay. So, what's happening? Like what so So, so how long have you been maybe dating then, Manti? It's tough to tell because I've never actually seen her um, online. I tried to FaceTime her and she's all her connection's but, always but really bad. FaceTime dead. wasn't
2: invented yet, so <laughs>
1: But, so, but then also, like, I, I asked her to send her pictures of herself, and it's just always the same stock photo <laughs> from the internet. Well,
4: the it's best hard. it gets to a point where, like, he asks for a sp- – after she says, no, I'm alive. <laughs> it's it's crazy. He says, prove it, and then she sends a picture, and, he, like, it's a heart, she has to form or something like that. And it's actual like, another stock photo with the right <laughs> hand gesture. And he's like – okay she is alive i'm bought in
1: she's like i can't send a she's picture risen. of me
2: doing a heart but i can send one with me with both my arms in the air
1: <laughs> oh sucker it, it's no. kind of like oh all right man yeah, i think you I, th- I think you might be a little naive here yeah but you're right like why aren't you down in south bend like just crushing it i i don't know
2: i don't know that's that's the, that's the first question I, I that came to my mind like why does this guy need to maybe we get him on the podcast yeah, I don't think he's doing anything right now. Did he he was in the NFL for a bit and then he got like injured a bunch and yeah, still,
1: I mean he's still I heard he got catfished again. <laughs> he's got catfish and now he got catfished. He got he got catfished by like a GM.
2: He said he was the GM for like the Eagles and
0: like, <laughs> now he's playing in like Europe somewhere.
2: <laughs> he's playing in the upper Siberia League. He's playing for Russia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or at least he thinks he's under contract with Russia. <laughs> well, I just signed this contract with Russia. He hasn't been paid yet. He
2: but, but
4: it's an e-signature.
2: <laughs> All we need is your bank account number and an e-signature. <laughs> Wait a second. Is
1: this really Jim Nance? <laughs> Something from the Masters. With Tony Romo. Jim Nance at Augusta.
3: <laughs> just a stock What? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh I think I think we've gotten to that critical point here where we it's time to enter into the the five questions here. Marty
4: you know how this works I don't actually I didn't finish the last podcast with Volker yet so.
1: <laughs> no one well, did
4: n- n- it was hard to do that
2: That's we got a kinda... 20 minute ride home so
1: <laughs> alright so I, we're going to ask you questions here um, a few of these uh, you know you're going to you're going to answer yourself uh, a few of them we might kind of weigh in ourselves um just based on our familiarity with your family and everything else, so the, the format will change just a little bit. Uh, this is a question we asked of Tiger, and it took us down some pretty interesting um, pathways here. Don't feel bad. Not guy. Tiger we,
0: Woods. We didn't have Tiger Woods on. No, we
1: had Tiger uh, Tiger Laverde? Le Lavardi? LaBerdy? Mm-hmm. Close. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Something
1: like that. Anywho, the head coach of the Curtland Hornets. Hornets? Yellow Jackets? Hornets. Thank God. <laughs> no. Cri- Crimson Hornets. <laughs> the Crimson Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> the Murder Hornets. You guys should change that.
3: You know, murder sounds tough.
1: Okay, um and this is always an interesting one because I think it it varies quite a bit. We're not going to weigh in on this one. We just want to hear your feedback. Favorite motivational sports movie.
4: Uh, I watched Remember the Titans the other day. Like that. A lot. I like Miracle a lot though too. There's oh, a lot of good ones oh, out
1: there. Oh, jeez. That's a common answer. Miracle is a good one. Remember the Titans is one of my favorite. <laughs> Tiger Levert said, "What I mean,
4: do you,
1: What did he all, say? All the right moves." That's Figures that from old, old school though. Oil City, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania would say that. Have you seen <laughs> it, Marty? All the right moves? Yeah, yeah. What is that? Oh, <laughs> it's from the
2: '80s. Like Tom Cruise was the uh,
1: star in it. I think you better. Is, be, is like, he in an airplane? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise in an airplane? No, no not like, not Mission Impossible. This, Marty, this could take you over the top, buddy. This okay. could be the difference maker. You watch all the right moves and then you'll win the big one okay like timmy Banks said
0: yeah you guys got a dinner friday night maybe put that up for the guys to watch
2: Uh, i think you gotta you probably need to pre-screen it yourself see if it's appropriate (laughs) it was was made in the mid early 80s tom cruise it takes place western pa small little steel worker worker
4: town similar to jerry (laughs) (laughs) mcguire
1: I mean, Tom Cruise is.
2: Yeah,
4: that,
1: yeah Cuba Gooding Jr. In it.
4: He He's in not. Radio too. I watched Radio the other day.
1: <laughs> radio is a good one. <laughs> All right. Let, oh, so remember the
4: Titans' a miracle? That's a good one. If you had to pick number three, go ahead. Um, this is a little bit weird, but I'm this generation. Uh, the Friday Night Lights movie is, is not the series, even though it's kind of corny and like it's weird because they're like wearing visors and it's like supposed to replicate 1980s the ending is like that always resonated with me because that's when I was like in high school that's when it came out so that one always gets me what's,
2: yeah, the, right what's the other one that's like Texas football but it's not it's more like a comedy kind of
1: oh with um, uh not another teen movie where he's like
2: no
3: Richard no Benji Benji no real start no no it's uh it's, it's the not, one it's, about it's the one where Williams? the girl
2: has like the whipped cream bikini <laughs> Varsity Blues, Blues Barcy yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah.
1: Similar, probably. Uh, yeah, location, that's a good one too. Uh, Friday Night Lights, the movie, is an excellent. I, you know, I that was Billy Bob Thornton, right? I think that that speech at the end gets Be my perfect. Al- gets yeah. my allergies going again. Like if you can stand clear-eyed with love in your heart, you know that's that's the deal. I, yeah, I feel it. If I, you ever really need like, a motivational speech, I was a. Uh, Relatively successful high, f- high school athlete.
2: Saturday,
4: <laughs> three o'clock. we will see you in chapel. As, as far as
2: the speeches go, like for motivational movies, a favorite sports movie, like the one in Miracle before they go. I mean,
4: I've watched that movie
2: fifty times. I still get like choked up watching that scene. I mean, you could put it up any single time, and I'm like, that's it for me. Like that's that's the one. Have you that's ever seen
4: the little kid uh, doing like replicating his no. speech? It's the best. Thing. You got to look that up. It's unbelievable. He's like a a little like four year old in the same like. Three piece suit is awesome. We played We played him, <laughs> if we played if we played him ten times. We'd probably only beat him once. <laughs> it's the best.
1: I got to check that out. I think yeah. With that, you have to go back to like the Cold War and like what that meant to the United States and everything else. Like I, I'm stories oh. about my dad and my brother. Like they were actually playing hockey when the Olympics were were going on. Like um, up in Canada. It was in. Um, Gosh, I can't remember where it's at right now. But, but the the Olympics were going on. They were playing hockey, and like, like everyone was was like tracking the score. Like, I can, I can, yeah. To hear them tell, talk about it, it's it's amazing.
0: I've seen like five different documentaries. I know everything about that story. I've never watched the movie
1: oh my god shane
2: you've watched it 50 times
0: it's the best i've watched everything about that i know everything about
2: the whole well, do yourself a favor so homework for you is watch miracle marty homework for you all the right moves for me i'll watch the little four-year-old kid talk doing the, I never watched I all the right moves either. i'll do them both
1: all, all right, right for me i'm just gonna watch porn again <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs>
1: We've all got our assignments. Bob, Baba Brunetti. What are you gonna watch? You took mine. Okay, all <right>. fair enough. But <laughs> well, maybe you guys can get together and just share some. All right, time. Marty, back to you. This is a, this is a uh, this is a tough one. We'll go around the room with this one, just kind of a yes/no. This is um, question four now. This is question number two. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know
2: we moved kind of fast around here. We've I know got, It seems like we're flying we've got through. Thirty minutes left.
1: All right. <laughs> ever ch- has Marty Gibbons ever chirped up an opposing player and/or coach? either prior to a game or during the game as a player no uh, you, uh, in your head coaching position have you ever chirped chirped up somebody
4: yeah <laughs> I'm going to say yeah okay. I'm going to say yeah yeah I'll go yes he said yes right. I know it's I, it's a very regrettable action I'm trying uh, to avoid it this year <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, trying to Look, my doctor I've consulted with my doctor what medications to take right. to now prevent you, that now action now you have to tell the story and uh, tell us Which a little one? About the situation <laughs> you chirp him up all the time I think I do it too often. I, I Subtle things, and I, I think I always try to dap them up after. And what's, up. what's
2: your best little dig
1: after something we're going hey, to Hey, chew- was a really nice cut. Maybe next time you'll stay on your feet.
4: Um, yeah, so <laughs> I typically do the... They talk... Uh, typically. I, I have... <laughs> I have fun to the do you spell.
1: Do you initiate or do they? Well, they, no. They it's bring usually
4: it's usually some behavior, and, and we're usually losing in those cases. <laughs> I might say like we're gonna run it right at you or something like that. Like we're coming right at you. Like that's usually what it is. I I regret it every time. <laughs> but if it works, it's great. <laughs> the,
1: the poor kid that gets the ball next play is like. Sorry, I told him we were gonna run it right at him. My hope oh,
4: is God. that we I'm turning thirty this Sunday. I think that's a twenties thing, and I think I'm gonna leave it behind. Well,
2: happy, but the uh, Saturday we got. No, you're not 30 to yet. Go. You're not 30 yet.
0: I think I
4: might have to come to the game Saturday.
0: Is it in Manor?
4: It's at the JTO. yes. Yeah, no, then the I'm festival, be- the Manor festival is that. I'm gonna be there night. Friday night too, so i might yeah. Come Saturday. Yeah, yet. it'll be a good one. Oh,
1: awesome. That's <laughs> that's great to hear that that competitive spirit's still
2: alive. Did you did you did you think you did you talk much smack when you in your playing days against?
4: Uh, I was actually okay. like. Subtle. I was very subtle with everything. I, I would. You like, would lo- just
2: like slip him a little note. I was. I worked.
3: A- <laughs> I, had,
4: I was one of the few players to have a pocket in my game pants,
3: and I would
2: take the note out. This is for you. Anyway, hey, after the game, read this. It's gonna fuck you up.
4: <laughs> I would actually do the. I, now I was in the generation where you had social media starting, so you could find out things about the opponent. So. I would know their like girlfriend's first name oh, yeah. and, and yeah. whatnot. I'd say, I would. would awesome. not say anything. I would just say their name. That's enough. That's it's plenty. Like uh, Heather, yeah. you're just dropping you, a little. And then be like, just, hey, Heather's going out with me tomorrow night. I wouldn't say all that. I would just say Heather, and then that's enough.
3: <laughs> that's yeah. en-
4: I don't need to say anything else. Then they're, we're in their head. Did you ever catfish a player? I, <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy being catfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is gold. All right. Um, okay. This next one's kind of serious because I because I I've watched I've watched the coaching happen and, and I know this is probably a concern of yours. How many get back guys
4: do you assign to your brother Tom on the sideline? There's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Him, me, my dad, everybody. It's a, it's a, somebody else. Get him. Somebody get him. And, and the ref yells at us. Get your, get your, get him, get him out of there. Who? And then, like, <laughs> which one? Matt Sul- Matt Sullivan's, like, supposed to be my get back guy. And then he gets amped up. He's on my get back guy, needs a get back guy. <laughs> um,.
0: This That's is the best because that goes, like, all the way to the pros. Like, there's every team has a gut-back
3: guy or two. Like,
2: it's crazy. I don't understand why they just have an institute of, like, electric fences, like, along the sidelines. Put a collar
1: on the coaches. Give a little zap. I, I have to ask. I wasn't planning on asking this, but uh, just given his closeness to the school, is uh, do you allow Misny on the sideline? Oh, he's like a curling guy now.
2: <laughs> what? Well, he lives in Curlin. I don't think he probably has anything to do. He's, no, he ki- hasn't been involved kids, the His kids, with with, his kids U.S. Yeah, yeah,
4: he hasn't been involved with the Catholic since a long time. Oh, oh, so geez. that's okay.
1: How, who's doing his landscaping, then? Capel's still probably there.
0: Capel. <laughs> 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 There's going to be, like, five guys that laugh their ass off when they hear that.
3: <laughs> cable still.
1: I don't know if cable has got a radio, hey. so I know he's not going to hear this. Hey, what's up? All right, uh next question what's the worst thing you've ever said to an official
4: okay I have two last year I didn't say anything can they be actions yeah sure alright so I had two headset in since last year <laughs> we scrimmaged my brother's team it was a debacle we got killed um, I was mad at our players running off of uh, we, we gave them a touchdown run off after PAT field goal and I was mad at them I was trying to get them to, I had my headset off and I was trying to get them to run off the field because they were walking off the field moping. And I, like, this is, I'm mind you, I'm on, like, the 40-yard line. And I'm, like, yelling at him. I, I do this, and my headset flings out of my arm. And my cousin, Tim, is officiating the scrimmage. He's my cousin. He's literally my first cousin, but he's literally 40 years older than me or something like that. So it hits him. It, like, almost hits him. It comes near him. <laughs> Yellow yeah, Hanky, It's a scrimmage, and then we're scrimmaging my brother Mike's team, and he declined the penalty. What's worse is we we played Walsh, and I, I did the same thing on accident. I was yelling about something, and I did this with the headset. Flung, I broke it, and it's like it's on film. It directly hits him in the face, so, like, like he does that, and like I I like you can see it on film I like gave him a hug after because I felt bad like so I just have an issue with I kind of like get it taped or something yeah. I serious headset issue so you I don't have to get, say like, anything a chin strap on it, they literally so I, can't I, I think they, they fear fear me just because of accidents they don't like they know I don't mean to I'm just a spaz. he's wearing a headset right now I, I don't want, I worry about that Did you hit so, the wire is that what makes there's no it? wire you anymore that's wire? the problem that's when I need to get a wire I need yeah, to get yeah, a wire you need to
1: go old you school you need, need, need a cable kid and a wire get yourself a cable kid a good Responsible cable kid. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm Nobody's chin- gonna touch the field, but he's a good kid. I'm thinking chin strap. I a mean, chin strap on the head. That side.
1: might be the move
0: too.
4: But all right, <laughs> like you want to take it off sometimes too. It's
1: all right. We'll take this one around the room. Baba Brunetti, you go first. A reminder, Marty, you're not allowed to answer. Uh, the best athlete, male or female, in the Gibbons family. Huh. Tony, do you have any
2: input on this? I'll go with uh, Tom Dobbins. Tommy <laughs>
1: Dobbins,
3: the alter ego of Tim Gibbons.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay.
3: Shanner.
0: <laughs> Gosh, I, want, I, I don't know if she was a good athlete or not. I feel like Ann looks like she would be a great athlete. Did
2: any- she play sports? I don't even know. Did I she play know. sports? You can answer this. <laughs> she rode her bike. She would always <laughs>
4: sneak out of the house riding her bike.
0: All right. Then I, w- I would say maybe Mike. Mike just looks like the best athlete. He's, Mike he's was a jacked. good football player. Yeah.
2: Um. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to I mean, I'm sitting right next to him, but Marty was a heck of a football player. I'm gonna, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no offense to the rest I, of your family. If you guys crazy, invite me
4: back, I'll still come. <laughs> they're,
2: yeah, they're all, your, your family's full of great athletes, but I think Marty was, uh, he was a dynamic player to watch on defense. I saw some of your games in high school, college. Um, fun to watch. I think I'm going to give Marty the nod here.
4: Oh, God. Mike's I'm just going to say, um... Yeah, your brother, your brother. Mike is the best. I think I don't know. know I'm not saying
1: it. I'm gonna say just based on like pure grit, the era that he played in, and and just the overall attitude and the way that he kind of just can amp up somebody. Who knows what like mental games were going on in his own head, like leading up to a game. I've got to say. The senior Gibbons in this you're one's got got to, got to take it. Well, I'm saying I'm saying you're
4: you're oh the old man. I didn't know you're he was in consideration. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know either. That's okay. Now well, that yeah, the family, yeah, yeah, I just we don't even need to see film. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've got to say that this guy probably got himself so amped up before huh. like every competition. I, I would I would not want to know what was going on at the bottom of the pile. Coach Gibbons is on not there. to mention like a, it, I mean like if a guy like Otto Graham can be like a like a you know, a, an AFC champion year in, year out and smoke Marlboros and everything else. Like a, a guy like a guy like John Gibbons can probably just make that happen. Who I don't place. think's
4: ever smoked. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's never smoked and is just always thinking about ways to motivate other people. I can't imagine what's been going on inside. He's probably like a psychopath when he steps out. On the he floor. was
4: invited to do a Cowboys training camp. My grandma said no. <laughs> it's not a, it's, that's real. Wow! Like back in the day, what like could have been
1: Landry? Like Landry? I like, don't know. I mean, I, whoever. Like, I gotta imagine. Like, what? What year would have that have been? like <laughs> was your years ago? So he play he graduated
4: from Carroll in what '67. So yeah, so Landry. Yeah, I literally, literally yeah, the, went to Carroll. The '70s yeah. Cowboys. Know, Holy cow! <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what? What position did he play? I don't even. He's know. a lineman. Yeah.
4: Just a lineman. It didn't matter where offense, yeah, defense, but like somewhere. back
1: in the day, like those guys, like Jerry Kramer. What did he weigh? Probably two hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. Now they're three hundred, three 300.
4: 350. The, the stories he tells about like the guys he would just like take on, I, and I don't know what take on that, like use that for like <laughs> knife, how everyone uses it.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> like some of these guys are legends, and he would, he beat him up or something like Gary kicked the well, butt in mean, sports. You
2: talked a little bit before you touched on it just like you know kids can get stuck in being too robotic and analytical and like comes down to heart and you know work and all that like your dad is one of those guys who like might not have been the biggest but I would not want to uh, face him in the trenches. I not mean he would he would you know chew your nose off if he had to to, to get an inch.
4: Marty, Marty Longcar being another today at practice he, he's if you? When's the last time you guys frenzied? And they're just like, <laughs> they're just looking at him like, you not know what a frenzy is? And he just grabs them, or like by grab them. I mean, he puts his hands on their shoulder pads to assist in their excitement for it. Right. The, and they're just jumping around, going crazy, and they they frenzied. I mean, like it really is. Like I gotta think. Like you gotta like get the, them excited about playing a sport. It the
1: kids today are probably like. I frenzied, like, a ton of people on Facebook last night. Like,
4: so they would It would be, like,
2: Snapchat.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll frenzy on Snapchat. No, like, I'll frenzy you later. Like, it's cool. All right, so let's take it. I, I would imagine you'd be pretty pretty reverent to your father in that situation. Of the siblings, again, male or female, on the line right now, best athlete.
4: Patty was pretty good at uh, track, you know. That yeah you know, yeah she has hey, a record in lake i don't know if you guys know oh and what what event it's like a hurdle event that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> nobody just, can it, beat it's it it's referred to as the like hurdle event <laughs> <laughs> nobody can beat it anymore it's like, just, it's like, like a sh- it's like a hurdle shuttle that like it was the only it like, was either indoor i don't know it, it might, know. It was, like, shuttle it might
2: well, have been well, a steeplechase
4: it could be yeah it could be Was it the one with water i think we got it i think we and we've had tim considered we'd have mike considered i I, myself, which is a joke. Tom's bench press makes him an athlete. <laughs> what? what just... Tom Gibbons probably bench pressed this entire bond. <laughs> and we got to consider... And the chest hair. Best, you know? the, the chest t- hair. <laughs> I think I, I'm going to throw him into the the argument here because I think we've covered a lot of bases. I, we haven't gone female at all, which is a joke because it could be my mom. Was, now your, that was, we've your, opened up, was your mom?
2: Did she play sports? Group? My mom
4: had a broken leg like two years ago and just like was back mulching like <laughs> two weeks later I mean to raise
0: them. all those kids yeah
4: yeah I she mean, might be the best athlete that we don't know about
0: how's your chest hair game compared to your brother it's terrible <laughs> I was gonna say like I' I've, uh, I've got the,
4: the the red or like light that's look at this nothing it's terrible I mean Tim, Tim and
0: Tom I mean that's you can't beat that. It's hard to beat that, it's Mike the next and level. Mike
4: and Mike shaves his. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> I just
0: say I never thought of him as having yeah. a Chester guy. But he
1: shows, yeah, he's a shave guy. Uh, he's a little <laughs> microsexual. I've always, I've always been impressed with the Gibbons like metabolism. I swear to God, like, I Tim Gibbons is not a healthy eater. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he's now, a, he's, like is. A now he's like a vegetarian now. Like, oh yeah, he's he kind of. He's, he's like, running a
0: marathon like in a week or two, I think.
4: Yeah, he's he's a machine. Yeah, but he could do that like. He went. He did that after my well, like bachelor a bender. Yeah, right. The I threw pirate. Tom in the argument there. Tom deserves. I think the argument, mom as well. But Tim might be the most versatile. I, the, Do you know he, the story? of him Running the marathon after Jim's. He's just a machine. Yeah, he's, he's a got a, mo- a He's got a motor.
1: He does. He does. Well, this has been enlightening, I'll tell you. Um, I, I mean, mean
0: if everybody in your family listens to this podcast, it'll be our most popular one ever. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, extended family as well. We get involved, the, the potters, the... the I swear to you know, God, my mom asked her holes?
4: iCloud password one more time, or my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to make a sticker and like tape it to, to oh, the Oh, I've tablet. tried. Trust me.
1: Have you ever... Before we cut it short, have you ever had like have you ever had to like pull your dad back during a practice during like a motivational like instance where you like no
3: I don't do it my dad, brother Tom does it a little bit <laughs> <laughs> he, he well, go, so what the other he, day what road right, was he going do we now? have time uh, no, yeah we got please. last we Saturday time, no. we
4: were are watching the scrimmage film mm-hmm. and then we get done with it there's some there's some fixes and stuff like that obviously things you want to correct we have picture day right after so I'm like the kids have to shut they ran and they lifted. So they got a shower like before we do Picture Day or they're gonna stink. And like Picture Day was like we ran a little late on the film, so I was like, I have like ten minutes to shower. And he goes, Can I say something? I go
3: (laughs) (laughs) They don't have I'm like
4: you yes you you, you say it a lot. Like, Like and I love it. It's going to be a good message. I know it's going to be great. But I'm like, they really got to be there for picture day. Otherwise, I'm have a lot of headaches. And he, I just... I see his face, and I'm like, I can't say no. And I just walked out. And I was like... I told the picture people. I was like, they're going to be late. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how long. But I think it was a 20-minute speech. For 10 minutes late for even just them leaving that room to put their uniforms on, give them their uniforms, all that stuff. So, yeah, he's he's something else he's great though he's a legend
1: I've, I have a feeling he's saying like acapella like in the air tonight maybe it might have been or a Johnny B. Good yeah. you ever oh, seen yeah. Johnny B. Good he's got a good Johnny B. Good dance yeah I've seen that before <laughs> well Marty thanks for uh, coming out and entertaining us here in the cabin man it's been uh, been a lot of fun um, I'm
0: gonna to- say that was our best five questions one of my favorites
1: oh good for you Shane <laughs>
4: You hear that, Tiger?
1: <laughs> good.
2: Yeah, it's good that the
1: host enjoys
2: our show. Um, yeah, and Tiger, the uh, the challenge has uh, been put out there,
1: been I think. laid out. I, I think we maybe we need to do like a Tiger, a uh, Tiger Marty podcast in here in the future where they oh, kinda kind uh, of yeah. It I, up. We, it,
4: I I look up to the guy. I mean, truthfully, like I really do. He's a good. Coach. Oh, he's a great guy, great yeah. person. We had a blast
0: with him.
1: I like to see him institute a little bit more discipline about his warm-up times and everything else <laughs> <laughs>
3: they
4: don't even <laughs> no, they don't warm up
3: i even haven't enough. heard that
4: podcast yet
2: we had that he conversation said he, they not even warm up and i think we talked about it after the <laughs> they don't podcast, need to but he's just like they're they were scrimmaging north i think no they were playing a game it no, was like hot oh no, it. it was the first game of year they were playing north and it was like you know first weekend it's 90 degrees it was like a too hot and he walks out North is, like, just going berserk. They're, they're frenzying during warm-ups, you know. <laughs> and then, like, Tiger was about to lead the ki- his guys out to go warm-up, and he kind of looked at them, and it was pretty hot out. He's like, yeah, we're, we're just going to go back and we We're not gonna warm up. Like, we not going to warm-up. He's like, we don't need to warm-up. He's like, we got this. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, boy. Like, they're exhausted. They're, they're exhausted. So let's, <laughs> let's just – if we don't know it by now, we're not going to figure it out in the next, you know, 15 minutes. I, I agree with him. So, yeah. well, it's hey, an awesome good um, – yeah, it's great to have you, Marty. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you. Uh, We'll be pulling for you. We'll be watching it. Um, I would love to be there. i got to go to a wedding, unfortunately, but I'll be following it's it. It's ridiculous. They did not plan that well. But uh, I hope you guys have a great performance. Uh, I know, obviously, you and a lot of the other coaches, and i got a lot of buddies who have kids that are competing for you. So uh, we wish you the best of luck, and we're Thanks. so happy that you're able to come here and spend a little bit of time with us, telling some fun stories about you know yourself and your family and your team. And uh I appreciate it man. Thanks, Thanks. a lot.
4: Appreciate it all you guys. Yep. All right. thank you. Roll Cougars.